the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The world, when it uses the word peace, expresses it as a hope, and it can do no more. But Christ gives us true peace. The peace that he gives us is not dependent upon or based upon our circumstances. The peace the world can give us is, is totally dependent upon circumstances. Most of us spend a lifetime looking for peace. Sometimes we find it, often we don't. It is a constant struggle to be at peace. We have a marvelous message for you today on Study Verse by Verse as Pastor Leighton Sheely talks a great deal about peace, sharing what Jesus had to say to his disciples. This is from the book of John. We're continuing that study. And if you'd like to know more about us, well, just check us out on the web at studyversebyverse.com. Here's Pastor Layton. Now, we're a little more than halfway through the Gospel of John, but we've already progressed to the night before Jesus went to the cross as his disciples gathered together in the upper room for the Last Suppers. Now, the Lord had been talking with them about his soon departure and also that one would betray him, and they were brokenhearted. And so he was giving his 11 remaining apostles, Judas Iscariot had been dismissed, he gave the remaining 11 a farewell message of comfort and hope. As we mentioned in the previous sermon of this series, Jesus promised that he would continue to be with them through the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, as would the Father and the truth. And that marvelous promise would turn temporary sorrow into eternal joy after his death and resurrection. It also provided the basis for the supernatural peace that he now promises in verse 27. John chapter 14, verse 27. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. Now the New Living Translation translates this verse, I'm leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. Now, the beauty of this gift is really magnified by the circumstances in which it is given. Because it was not given in circumstances that would be described as peaceful. Jesus Christ is only a few hours away from a very violent execution. And those that he was speaking to... Uh, were affected by the knowledge that he would soon be leaving them and that one of them would betray him. And they didn't know what the future held, and so they feared what the future might hold. They were deeply distressed and in fear. There were troubles within and troubles without. And it was in this situation that Jesus made this promise. Now, in a way, this verse introduces a new subject because there's been no talk of peace until now. But in another way, it's not a new subject, for the peace that Jesus gives is the natural result of the presence of the Holy Spirit. 
This world can be described as a place of turmoil, trouble, both personal and public. One of the pastors and his research team uh, mentioned uh, a statistic that they had uncovered. Uh, In the last 3,500 years, historians indicate that the world has seen less than 300 years of peace. Less than 300 years out of the last 3,500 years of recorded history. Um, It's been estimated that over the last 5,000 plus years, more than 8,000 peace treaties have been broken, and more than 14,000 wars have been fought, with combined casualties of 4 billion people. Even though the world has always had a desire for world peace, it continues to be unsuccessful in achieving it. But peace is not limited to the international scope. People want peace in their personal lives. They want relief from the pressures and problems that each day brings. People value peace and quiet. And this life is so filled with turmoil that when people leave this world, we often describe them as resting in peace. They have left this world, so they're now in a place where they actually can rest in peace. And sadly, people don't know how to find peace. They look for it in all kinds of things, such as social change, uh, economic stability or advancement, or in some relational experience, but they are inevitably disappointed. Only God's Word can point to the relationship that produces lasting peace. Now, the word peace here, the Greek word, irene, is a Greek word that reflects a Hebrew word, shalom, which is a customary greeting uh, amongst Jewish people and also a word of farewell. The word here, leave, has a sense of bequeaths. Jesus is bequeathing peace to his disciples. Peace is one of the fundamental characteristics of the Messianic kingdom that is described and anticipated in the Old Testament and fulfilled in the New Testament. Both the Old Testament and the New Testament underscore that it is God who is the source of true peace. One of the most important theological terms in the Old Testament is the word shalom, peace. It is used about 250 times. It can refer to the absence of strife between people, between nations, and between God and man. But it also speaks of personal peace not merely in the negative sense of the absence of conflict or trouble, but also positively in terms of describing completeness, contentment, health, harmony, and fulfillment. The word peace in the Bible has a much deeper and broader meaning than the word when used in other contemporary Greek writings. For Greeks, as for us, peace was essentially thought of or considered as a Negative, such as the absence of conflict or the absence of war. But for the Hebrew mind, it also meant blessings from God and a right relationship with God. One Greek lexicon defines the word peace as the tranquil state of a soul assured of its salvation through Christ, and so fearing nothing from God, and content with its earthly lot, whatsoever that may be. It was this type of peace that characterized the Apostle Paul, 
who wrote, I have learned to be content in whatever circumstances I am. I know how to get along with humble means, and I also know how to live with prosperity. In, every, in, in, in any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of being filled and going hungry, both of having abundance and suffering need. The apostle experienced that peace in the most difficult and uncomfortable of circumstances, such as being thrown into prison or attacked by a mob or being bounced about in a boat on a rough sea. The word, the world, when it uses the word peace, expresses it as a hope, and it can do no more. But Christ gives us true peace. The peace that he gives us is not dependent upon or based upon our circumstances. The peace the world can give us is is totally dependent upon circumstances. Now, people don't understand true peace. And because they have an inadequate definition, they're incapable of finding it they don't, because they don't know what they're looking for and they don't know where to look. Peace is more than just a reference to the absence of conflict, but it's a comprehensive term including, including the benefits and the blessings that God brings through salvation and to his people. Now here in, in verse 27 There are four features that are described of peace. Its nature, its source, its contrast, and its result. Let's begin with the nature of peace. Peace, I leave with you. Now, in the New Testament, objectively, peace has to do with our relationship or our standing with God. Objectively. Subjectively, it is what is produced by that relationship with God that produces peace in everyday living. It is peace with God that is the foundation of all other forms of peace. In other words, another way of saying it, if there is no peace with God, there can be no peace. This objective peace is a necessary prerequisite for subjective peace or experiential peace. And to the non-saved, they can experience neither. Since the rebellion of Adam and Eve, all people have denied God's commandments and his glory. And and the Bible calls this rebellion sin. And it says that every person has sinned except Jesus Christ. From birth, every man, every woman lives in opposition against God, both by heritage as well as personal choice. And there's no neutral ground. Jesus said in Luke 11, 23, he who is not with me, is against me. So mankind has set itself against God, and the inevitable result is his wrath and the penalty of punishment. All who enjoy this world, this world system, cannot be at peace with God. James 4.4 says, Do you not know that friendship with the world is hostility towards God? Therefore, whoever wishes to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Now, the good news is that because of Jesus Christ, the enemies of God can be reconciled to him. For it is through him, Christ, that God has chosen to reconcile all things to himself, having made peace through the blood of his cross. Colossians chapter 1. In Romans 5, Paul wrote, 
Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And because Christ paid sin's penalty on the cross, those who trust in him are reconciled to God through the death of his son in Romans chapter 5. You see, the death of Jesus, the sacrifice of Jesus, was necessary to satisfy God's holiness so that there could be peace between men and God, since righteousness and peace are inseparably linked. You've been listening to Pastor Leighton Sheely, Senior Pastor at Church of the Highlands in San Bruno, and we didn't make it quite through this message. We'll pick it up right here tomorrow and continue on to the end. This is a series in the book of John, and I encourage you to join with us tomorrow and each day at this same time as Pastor Leighton Sheely takes us through the Word of God, verse by verse. I'm Mike Trout. If you'd like to know more about Church of the Highlands, especially the service times, and if you think you know when the services are, well, there are some changes that occur. You might want to check it out again at highlands.us. That's highlands.us. Thanks for joining us, and come back tomorrow as we once again study verse by verse. This program is sponsored by Church of the Highlands in San Bruno. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.